0: The views, comments, and opinions of the following program do not necessarily reflect those of Morris Media Studios,
1: morrismedialive.com, or its affiliates. Listener discretion is advised.
2: The police are able to use the press to make the white public think that 90% or 99% of the Negroes in the Negro community are criminals. And once the white public is convinced that most of the Negro community is a criminal element, then this automatically paves the way for the police to move into the Negro community, exercising Gestapo tactics, stopping any black man who is in the, on, on the sidewalk, whether he is guilty or whether he is innocent, whether he is well-dressed or whether he is poorly dressed, whether he is educated or whether he is dumb, whether he's a Christian or whether he's a Muslim, as long as he is black and a member of the Negro community, the white public thinks that the white policeman is justified in going in there and trampling on that man's civil rights and on that man's human rights. Once the police have convinced the white public that the so-called Negro community is a criminal element. They can go in and question, brutalize, murder, unarmed, innocent Negroes, and the white public is gullible enough to back them up.
3: Our tongue is our gun and our wisdom is our ammunition. Welcome to Melanated Politics, I am Eric Clark.
1: And I'm David Harper.
3: Politics will always be defined as war without bloodshed. Peace to all of our melanated brothers and sisters out there. Mr. Harper, how's everything been going, my brother?
1: You know, everything is um, <clears throat> everything's going all right. You know, just watching, I think I was talking earlier, watching history in the making, watching uh, everything happen in front of our eyes, whether it's Chauvin, whether it's um, George Floyd's family, whether it's our criminal justice system, whether it's our voting rights, whatever it may be, just watching all of this unfold we're living in a in a we're living in a new era um so well, remixed era we've seen this yes. be- we've seen this before, but at the same time we haven't seen it before, but here we go
3: well everyone, go ahead and call in that area code three two three eight one five four two zero four, and let's go ahead and get it in Dante Wright yes our brother, rest in power, rest in peace, the Army Lieutenant Officer in Virginia. Yes. That's also on the menu. But first and foremost, that snake of the grass, Derek Chauvin was found guilty for the public lynching of our dear brother, George Floyd, initially over a fake $20 bill. On the way here. George Floyd blood was running through my body. If I can honor his family and his friends by just being, by us just being one of the voices. Thank you for allowing us us to do that. How could you not jump outside of your own selfish body and put yourself in the shoes of George Floyd, especially if you have any slight resemblance to my dear brother, David, and I.
1: Watching the the trial and watching his murder over and over again. Yes, sir. it, It was, I forced myself to watch it uh because I needed to one, I knew we were gonna do the show, I wanted to have my facts straight. That's number one. <laughs> <laughs> let me just let me just yes, say sir. that. But two I wanted as painful as painful as if that it was for me to watch, I know it was excruciating for his family. Yes. I know uh that Black people in this country... Talk to me, brother. Black people in this country has have, have witnessed many of George Floyd's, but just not caught on tape. They've witnessed moments of injustice, uh, moments of despair um, through our time in this country. And it's this dichotomy of... of Mm -hmm. Hey, we've come a long way, but there's the reality that, like, no, we haven't come a long way. It's just the truth. And even though I'm very thankful and I feel very blessed um, to have my son, to have the family that I have, to be doing a show here at Morris Media Studios, um, watching that trial reminded me of, You can never, ever, ever get too comfortable.
3: Not in good old fashioned America. You
1: Can never get too comfortable. You can never think like, think as if the past is the past, because you, you're smacked in the face of reality. And when, when people say, because you, you just said modern day lynching, uh, a lot of people have mentioned modern day lynching. And in, I throw that book out
3: there. Also, go please continue to read and for those who don't have the book it's called 100 years of lynching it's a book regarding uh, literal newspaper articles that shows the literal articles in these um established newspapers from chicago to um st louis to certain parts of alabama arkansas et cetera. Et cetera that shows 10 15,000 people at these lynchings and um Chris Como. Right? Chris Como, CNN. yeah. He made a very important comment, and I usually don't in court quote these popular news sources. Nevertheless, I will say this. He said and still black folk I'm, pardon me, pardon me, ladies and gents, and still white folks kids stored. Having the same outcomes, dealing with the cops until young white folks white kids young white boys get the same outcomes as, as young black men that's when we that's when real changes beyond protest and setting things on fire and um shut up in dribble legislation. Now, I need a favor. First of all, look at me right now, I need a favor. When you watch this video, put yourself in the shoes of George Floyd. Drop that beat, DJ, please.
0: Tonight, the crowd outside Cup Foods in Minneapolis erupting in cheers as they learned of Derek Chauvin's conviction in George Floyd's death. At the US Capitol, members of the Congressional Black Caucus clasping hands as they listened to the verdict. The disturbing video of Chauvin with his knee on Floyd's neck as Floyd told officers he could not breathe stunned the world. The Memorial Day incident then inciting outrage with people from various races and backgrounds taking to the streets. In the nation's capital and across the country last summer, scenes of protesters face down in silence remembering the 46-year-old father. The Black Lives Matter movement seeing a resurgence. And from Los Angeles to Phoenix, Orlando to New York City, demonstrators demanding justice for Floyd but also for other African Americans who've died in police custody. At the Brooklyn Memorial Service his brother Terrence telling our David Muir his family appreciated the diversity seen among demonstrators.
4: When you looked out into that crowd and you saw that sea of faces, black, white, Asian American, Latino, what did you make of it?
2: I just knew my brother my brother was proud because I know the whole Floyd family was proud of that because we all standing together, we all standing together for the force of justice.
0: In September of last year, that intersection near where Floyd was arrested renamed George Floyd Square.
3: Question. Was that video hard to watch? Was it harder to watch than literally... Being George Floyd, our brother.
1: Going back to what you said about a modern day lynching, it made me think of George Floyd. It made me think of Eric Gardner. It made me. F- it made me think about what our ancestors went through living in this country, and seeing that on a regular basis, um, the life being choked from mm. from. Their father, brother, uncle, daughter, and being helpless, not not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's 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 a reminder that, and I'm and I struggle with this every day. Just just real talk. I struggle with this because we both have we both have sons. Yes, sir. Uh, I struggle with this reality of instilling in our, in, in my king, I know you're still in your king, that ain't nothing in, in this world can stop you.
3: Yes, sir. Absolutely.
1: But at the same time, because you are a king. Absolutely. But at the same time, looking at the reality of there's going to be obstacles that
3: the ra- the reality is uh, yeah, 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 you using america <sighs> you, using america and see
1: that's and that's and that's the tough part that's that's really the tough part that's the tough part because because america let's rewind a little bit. No curve. The reason why, the biggest reason why Derek Chauvin was convicted on all three counts was because of the jury pool. The jury pool. It had six white folks, four blacks, and two of mixed race. They could have been, you know, Minnesota has a um, huge, uh, African population, um uh T- Rashida T- not Rashida Tlaib, um uh Ilhan Omar. Yes. Um yeah. I've been to Minnesota Congresswoman Omar. Congresswoman Omar. Yes. I've been in Minnesota, they have a huge you know, they down Minneapolis has a diverse they have Saint Paul, they have Kenosha, they have a. they have they have uh, they have a diverse yes. diverse city. Um that jury pool was diverse. Yes. In the case of Philando Castillo which was also in Minnesota. Yes. Uh, the police officer, uh, even though that was on video, yes. The police officer got off, but the jury pool was of ten white, uh, white folks and two black. So I say that I say all that because if the jury pool was different, Derek Chauvin might have gotten off.
3: I understand that, but if you're not in the United States right now just like we define politics as war without bloodshed you know we define justice as justice means just us
1: yeah i mean it... just us and it's, it
3: you cannot unsee what we have just saw
1: it's not even so much that we can't see unsee what we just saw but It's not about seeing, it's about experiencing.
3: I understand that. But you know what? We don't need anybody's sympathy. We don't need anyone to agree with the outcome of the trial. Um, We're not going to uh, sing Kumbaya. We're not going to uh, wrap a tailored suit around the United States justice system and pat it on the back. For those individuals... That have been involved in this case and have worked hard, I won't be less of a man and minimize what they have done to bring forward this verdict. But for those that you won't, for those of us that you won't see on quote unquote the cable news networks, we are totally dissatisfied <laughs> with the legal system in the United States. Did it take the threat of a global, worldwide riot? Did it take um, corporations to threaten or pull out if this verdict didn't come to pass? As to what I was expressed prior, are you going to believe your eyes, or will you be manipulated by a sucker? At the end of the day, it's just it's really that that simple. This is a cipher. And before I pass the mic back right, and peace to the five percent guys and earth out there, how could you not jump outside of your own selfish body and put yourself in the shoes of George Floyd?
1: Here's here's the thing. A couple things happened in this case. One, I have to take the words of Keith Ellison, who is the Attorney General of, of Minnesota. Minnesota, Minnesota, Attorney General of Minnesota, former so, congressman, former congressman, yes. former chair of the Bernie Sanders presidential campaign in 2016. <laughs> I got to say that too. Um, yes. His statement was, uh, he wouldn't call this justice. He called it accountability, which is the first step towards justice. Um, Chauvin, he faces up to 40 years um, from second degree murder, up to 25 years to third degree murder. And up to 10 years for uh, second degree manslaughter. Um, the witnesses did him in. Um, Genevieve Hansen, who was the Minneapolis firefighter who wanted to assist George Floyd, uh, uh, she wanted to go in in the system. She saw he was dying. They wouldn't let her. Um, her, st- her testimony was powerful because this yes. was a professional, I want to say, a professional white woman who saved lives, and she wasn't allowed to save lives. And
3: they turned her down like a, like a collar. They, they turned her down. Like uh, a collar. And then Chief, yes.
1: um, uh, I want to make sure I pronounce the name right, Chief Medivia uh, Arando, uh, Arianda. Yes, sir. I um, probably messed up your name. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Um, he's a police chief. He was very credible on the stand. He, this is the first time also you saw law enforcement and professionals go and say this was wrong. Um, Katie Blackwell, who was an inspector, uh, her quote was, "I don't know what kind of uh, improvisation, uh, what position this he was that Derek Chauvin was doing." So there were so many things, but yes, for the for black folks who are descendants of slaves in this country, from black folks who have a history of of what it means share through croppers. generation, chain gangs, chain gang, sharecroppers. Buying family members out of slavery, whatever it may be. Yes. This and three strikers and and three strikers, America. This is the 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 this is this is the first time America has said, you know what, what we has done, what we've done as a country is wrong. Yes. But it took so much to, like, there's so many bodies before George Floyd. You know. Okay. And and real quick, real quick, before you say this. The response to this from the conservative angle, the response to this from the conservative angle
3: is... It's immoral. It's it's Confederate mentality-like. But let me me ask this quick question. If you met a wonderful, wonderful human being, wonderful person, right, Hmm. single man, Right. Let's just let's do a uh, let's do a hypothetical. You do you mind? I do not mind. My hypothetical. Let's keep the ball moving forward. If you had to jump over hoops Mm -hmm. to go on a date, if you had to recite the dictionary word for word, word for word with the synonyms, the antonyms, um, if you had to do all the different parts of speeches, if you had to swim across a river a piranhas, get out of the uh, uh, river piranhas, run across the Serengeti with the pride of alpha male, hungry lions to have a relationship with someone. Would you do it, yes or no?
1: No. Okay, so. No.
3: We don't need a relationship with any American that lives in a bubble, that is fascinated and is stuck on the world view that does not coincide intellectually with the rest of us that understand that every single life is important now. You talked about the opposition. You talked about those that believe that snake in the grass, Derek Chauvin, that will not walk the yard and be on the line with no black man. I don't know the Attorney General.
1: Kentucky, I, I can probably. Attorney General. Kentucky when was- that
3: man goes to prison in Minnesota, he's not going to be around no black. I can trust that. I've never been to prison in Minnesota. Neither have I.
1: Can't speak on that,
3: okay, but the bottom line is this: for those that think that um that snake in the grass uh Derek Chauvin was innocent, say that in the projects say that on Compton Boulevard. I thought so, and I'm not saying that in a negative way, my point is this. How could you not put yourself in the shoes of our dear brother, George Floyd? Now, I've heard all the Fox News rhetoric. All my boys, all my brothers know, man, I watch Fox News two, three hours a day for the last 15, 20 years. Going back to the Bill O'Reilly's, before this clown, before the, uh, the latest confederate clown, Chuckle Carlson. You heard it. That's and, why and, he's and, always and, and, had and a And the other from, daughters from, of the Confederacy, from Marjorie Taylor Laura Green. Ingram, and and, and and Megan Kelly. Don't and, your
1: girl Marjorie Taylor Green. You know, you got a thing for her. You know, you always had thing for them soft blinds. It's okay.
3: Not Marjorie Taylor Green, <laughs> no. But um, they're all snakes in the grass. They're all snakes in the grass. And the bottom line is, they're not let off the hook either. That's why we played that video by. Bill, by Bill Barr, and um, we have absolutely no feelings or emotions for those that believe that George Floyd or dear brother died because he was on cocaine or meth, amphetamines, or he his ear uh, he had a potential irregular heartbeat, or he lost when he played uh, uh, basketball with his buddies, or he died because he didn't finish his beer. Uh, There never was a planet called Pluto or Nat Turner was a revolutionary. We don't have any feelings or emotions about those who feel that our dear brother, George Floyd, died for any other reason besides a public lynching of that snake in the grass, David. Chauvin. No, M- Derek. F- Derek. Derek. Let's Derek. get that right, it's Derek. Derek. Chauvin. Derek. Derek.
1: Let's get that right, Derek. But you know what, uh, DJ, if you don't mind, can we can we drop the beat to the opposition with um,
3: with what they said as far as? Are you talking about they, the haters? The haters. About. Are you talking about those in right. denial? Yeah. Yeah. Our dear brother George Floyd died for any other reason besides a public lynching of this.
5: to see whether people who had you know spent their nights planning for riding and looting now <laughs> actually go home or whether they go ahead and hit the local target in celebration presumably uh, of, of the verdict um, but I think one thing is pretty clear for anybody who watched this case closely I don't know how closely you watched it drew or Jeremy I know Matt you watched it really closely uh, for people who watched this case closely there are elements here that it's very difficult to make the case to me that any rational jury would have, who just looked at the evidence, would have come to the conclusion that beyond a reasonable doubt, Chauvin was guilty of second or third degree murder. This just did not fulfill the elements. The third degree murder charge particularly is absurd on its face. The third degree murder charge never should have been allowed in the courtroom. The third degree murder charge is is a charge uh, for what is generally called depraved heart murder. Depraved heart murder is you throw a brick onto a freeway and you don't have anybody you're explicitly attempting to kill, but you end up killing somebody on the freeway. You shoot a gun into a crowd. That's depraved heart murder. And that was what the third degree murder charge was you have to have intent to kill others right and then you end up killing one person mm. it was counted anyway it shouldn't have been on the te- it shouldn't have been on the docket the second degree murder charge required felony assault that results in the murder so usually that is where you're robbing a store you got a gun the gun accidentally goes off and kills somebody right or or the guy dies for some other reason while you're in the process of committing some sort of felony so you had to show that he intended to commit a felony against George Floyd it's very difficult to say that he intended to commit a felony against George Floyd because Minneapolis Police Department procedure allows you to do exactly what Chauvin was doing under these circumstances. The manslaughter one was a little bit easier to make because of the charges in, that, in the manslaughter case you just have to have reckless disregard. So the, the prosecution can make the case that even if he didn't mean to do anything bad, it was reckless for him not to get off of Floyd once Floyd was already unconscious and once Floyd was dying, he should have gotten off of him and it was reckless not to get off of him. But the fact that they convicted on all three counts says to me that they weren't really looking At the evidence because again all three of those charges also rely on a simple question of causation right did George Floyd actually die because Derek Chauvin was was on top of him with his knee what the defense showed repeatedly is that he did not have his knee on his neck right there was no physical trauma to his trachea
3: that man you just saw his name was Ben Shapiro he is he he is a rat face dog and you just saw it and heard it for yourself. Correction. It doesn't matter if that man's name is Derek or David Chauvin. I've been saying David, his name is Derek. So what? If you're not in America, understand something about the system you won't see on television. That man that that took our brother out for over nine minutes in public will never be around a black man in the prison system in Minnesota. Talk to me, brother. Facts.
1: Ben Shapiro is um, a...
3: a rat faced dog.
1: That was the Daily Wire. Um the reason one of the <laughs> reasons why we wanted to show that and Candace Owens, if you don't not familiar with her, she's on the on that show as well. Um the reason why we wanted to show that video to everybody is because there is a different reality um, for yeah. for many of America. Yes. For many Americans. For the percentage of people, let's say, that stormed the Capitol, to the percentage of the people that voted for Trump after Proud Boys comments, after my African Americans, whatever it may be, um, there is a different reality of how how race and just how people are are uh, considered and how they're respected. Um, with Derek Chauvin or, or Philando Castillo or Trayvon Martin, Mike Brown, Eric Gardner, you name it, there is always going to be that, that slice of America that can justify the murder or killing of black people. That's why black Malcolm X explained it initially at black, the beginning of the Malcolm X explained it perfectly Absolutely. And, and the reason why this is important for everybody to watch is because that voice is loud and that voice has influence we're not equal to the eyes of so many people in this country what he just said about what Ben Shapiro just said saying that the jury didn't Look the case, or then come up with the right verdict, or Derek chauvin's knee wasn't okay. on his neck was just okay. a, a separation from fact and fiction. You, you know
3: what else he said And reality you know from what else fantasy. he said He said, according to the history of America, there is no way a white cop should ever pay the penalty of killing a black man, even if it was in public recorded. Do not spit in our faces, and then turn around and tell us, "Guess what? It's raining."
1: It's been raining a lot, so it is what it is. But again, that's that's why we had to show that video, and that's why um, that's why that video was important to see the see the thought. Now, don't get me wrong; there are some quote unquote conservatives or, le- or right leaning people that felt like justice was served. But even at that point. They were they were saying, okay, it's obvious, but why was George Floyd obvious but Eric Gardner wasn't? Okay. Why well, why why was why was George Floyd obvious and Trayvon Martin wasn't? Okay. Why was why, why wasn't
3: it murder one?
1: Why wasn't why isn't Brianna Taylor not obvious? Tamir Rice. Why isn't Tamir, Tamir Rice, who's thirteen, who's twelve. I'm sorry, twelve. Yeah. So
3: We don't mention Sandra Bland enough.
1: Sandra Bland. Why wasn't Sandra Bland there's so many situations where But it's obvious, right? But George Floyd, for whatever reason, is the obvious one. And that, for me, that's where I kind of sit back and like...
3: Well, not only was Derek Chauvin found guilty, the system was found guilty. That's why this is bigger than what we all have... We've all witnessed on television and on social media. It's much, much bigger than that. The history of the slave patrollers i.e. cops, police they have been on trial. Now we throw around that you know I watch I get up at 3 in the morning and watch the former congressman Joe Scarborough and Joy Reid and Miss Melissa Harris Perry and, you know, all the um, educated professional, professor brothers and sisters and journalists, et cetera, they have on there. Mm -hmm. And I'm so tired of people talking about these incidents and these tragedies and these lynchings without having to incorporate there's good cops. I'm tired of people talking about this without incorporating well, there's good white folks too. Okay, bottom line, look at me again. If there are so many good cops, don't listen to me, listen to your soul and your spirit. If there are so many good cops, Why is there still systematic racism within the police department, within law enforcement, throughout the country in 2021 if there's so many good cops? Because if there were so many good cops, anytime you deal with human beings, a movement, a society, a civilization, and... Public opinion and outcomes what moves a needle is then when the majority is fed up and literally does something by it. not with words with actions. If there were so many good cops that stood up the bad cops, there would be no such thing as systematic racism i e the lynching death of George Floyd. There are, now, 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 are there good cops?
1: They're great cops. Of course. There's great cops out there, absolutely.
3: Okay. Are there non-medinated individuals? Of course. Absolutely. We see them out, uh, um, Heather Heyer, who died in Charlottesville, when she was ran over by a, a white supremacist. One of the good people. Okay, Both but it doesn't the change people. the facts. <laughs> okay. Can we agree that systematic racism still exists in America? Absolutely. Well, that means that the bad white folk outweigh the good white folk, and the bad cop outweigh the the, the bad cop outweigh fo- outweigh the good cop. Based on those facts alone. One plus one is two. Before we take this, this call, I want everyone to call in and, and answer this question. It's one plus one, two. It's two plus two, four. Does the sun rise in the east and set in the west? Thank you for calling in. Talk to us. We'll talk back.
6: Hello, David and Eric. How you doing today? Good. Hello,
1: Kevin. How's it going, sir?
6: Pretty good. Um, insightful discussion as usual. Thank you. And I listened to what you both had to say, but number one, you look at how these people tried to juxtapose this situation as anything other than outright murder, there's nothing you could call it. They tried the thing with the emissions, and the guy you just showed, I don't know what he was on, but (laughs) the, the thing was obvious what happened. It really wasn't up for debate. And America really didn't have a choice at this crossroads but to just go ahead and state the obvious. But, you know, you look at police reform and you guys basically stated what was happening. You know, a trial like this is a moral victory, but the bigger victory is to alleviate the need for these type of trials to even happen or to have to occur. And I think with the police reform, It really needs to look into this in detail, like cultural changes, training changes, the National Registry for Bad Cops. And I think what they really should do is once a cop does cross the line, even if it's a minimal line, it should just be loss of occupation and just vocational rehab into another profession altogether. I don't think it should take second chances and things to escalate. To the point where you have murder and abuse and all that. So I think they're really looking in the right direction. And I think the thing about this trial, it set the stage for what level of observations and engagements we'll see in the future.
3: The only bad apples I see my brother are at Food for right.
6: And if you take a bad apple and you put it in the bushel. Eventually, it spreads to the other right.
1: apples. Absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right about that, Kevin. Just to, FYI, just let you know, Ben Shapiro is from California, from from sunny Southern California. He moved out of California to go to move to, <coughs> if I'm not mistaken, to Tennessee. Uh, he's one of those, uh, you know, uh, I left California kind of kind of folks. Uh, but as the, the way he is as a conservative Californian, also went to liberal to progressive form uh but if you look at that it, their networks called the Daily Wire if you go and I that's one I kept the I kept the clip at 2 minutes we try to do that here keep it at 2 minutes but I had to figure out which one I was going to choose cuz there's so many that will blow your I mind think. off of what they said and and there's so many people and sometimes I watch C-SPAN there's so many people that call them everyday people that call in the C-SPAN saying like you know, uh, and you know, I think they were the the verdict was a little bit rough on Derek Chauvin. He wasn't perfect, but all three counts, whatever it may be, uh, policing is hard. Mm-hmm. It's it's a hard job. It's a dangerous job. But the amount of responsibility you have,
6: okay. And authority to, you honestly, an
1: authority <laughs> an authority you have, yeah, but you, have cha- you have to change. You have to. Hold it with respect. I that, how, and if you if you if you're choking a man out for a uh supposed counterfeit yeah. bill, you don't belong.
3: And I'm not disagreeing with my brother, but how how hard can it be? You have you have a, a weapon, you have a couple of extra magazines, you have the helicopter. That's not hard. Being a black man driving down Crenshaw with expired tags. It's hard.
1: And you, you know, first thing i are going to say, is like, well, the tag will expire. Of course, expired. So of course you're going to...
3: I'm trying to have a sense of humor, but my point is, like Cube said, our skin is our sin. And what do you think about the comment we made that not only was Derek Chauvin put on trial, but as well as the United States justice system. What do you think about that before we let you go, please?
6: I think it's true because now, you know, things are for debate. People try to engage in cognitive dissonance and see things the way they're not. But this was such a clear-cut case that it sets a new level of understanding and interpretation and processing of these types of situations. Yes. But like I say, the bigger key is to get on the front end and alleviate these type of situations from occurring.
1: Absolutely. Agreed. Agreed. Agreed, Kevin. Appreciate you as always. Thank you uh, for your comments and your insight. We really appreciate you. All
6: right, your brothers, take care. Bye you good Thank, you. Thank you. Thank
3: you. I was I was paying attention to to uh, social media uh, as always over the last couple of days, and um, one of the things that really hit home was our dear brother. Rest in peace, rest in power, Dante Wright. Now, here we have a policewoman, 26-year vet of the force, mm-hmm. confused her taser with a police-issued weapon.
1: Kim Potter, that's her name. Kim Potter. Kim Potter.
3: Snake in the grass. Kim Potter, who murdered our dear brother Dante Wright, let's go ahead and let the DJ drop that beat and we'll talk about it on the other side.
1: In the first place, and so once people understand that and know that we
0: need a different form of policing, that is when real change happens. A lot of the things are mental health. We need more mental health workers in our communities and on our streets. That's what we need here. We don't need more militarization of our police forces.
4: The authorities hope the resignation of the police chief and the officer who fired the fatal shot would lower the emotional temperature on a freezing night, the departures announced earlier in the day by the mayor.
1: We have received a resignation, a letter from Officer Kim Porter. And uh, in addition to that, uh, we have also received a letter of rec- rec- resignation uh, from the police chief.
4: Kim Porter, a 26-year-old veteran of the force, was the officer who fired the fatal shot. She now faces possible manslaughter charges. The family of George Floyd took a break from the Derek Chauvin trial in Minneapolis to offer support to the Wright family. It is just
2: something I could not fathom, that in Minneapolis, Minnesota, a suburb 10 miles from where the Chauvin trial regarding George Floyd was taking place, that a police officer would shoot and kill another unarmed black man.
4: The police say the shooting was a tragic mistake. The officer intended to pull a teaser, but she drew her gun instead. It's not a story the family is buying.
1: How many times in training over the course of 25 years has this officer pulled, aimed, and shot her firearm in practice? So don't tell us it's an accident because it undermines the I got a comment about the uh, co-counselor for the Floyd family after Measurement Crump. (laughs) It looked pretty cold out there, but he was, he was clean in that suit. I mean, he it was clean. He he wasn't even. It was like it was no sweat. I'm going. He was going to show his suit with no hat, no nothing, no coat, just my blazer. seat, man. Hey hey, uh, on a
3: more serious on a serious
1: on a serious note, on the, serious note um, the Dante Wright case situation uh, with uh, Kim Potter. I'm gonna go back to your statement of the power and responsibility police officers have. And not everybody can carry that 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 power and responsibility. I personally I personally don't think she went in like Derek Chauvin to to
3: kill I think she tried to kill him. 26 she, years in the force. You don't know the difference between you know what made me say that I don't mean to cut you. What okay. made me say that I saw five different law enforcement sergeants, lieutenants, that physically and literally demonstrated themselves attaching on their waistband Mm -hmm. their taser Mm -hmm. and their firearm. Right. Now, there's a weight difference. Okay, now, now, had she been a rookie, this would fly. Has she been on the force five years, this would fly. She is a twenty-six year veteran who had other officers with her that were engaging in training themselves. She they were the trainees and she was the trainer. Just like with the now, situation. For 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 Kim Potter mm-hmm. to get in front of a microphone. Mm-hmm. And say that she made a mistake. A mistake. And like someone walking straight up to you in front of your children, spitting in your face and saying, Look up, it's raining.
1: Here's the thing. And let me let me let me just say this. And and I can say this, I'm saying this as a the
3: cops I know wouldn't have made that mistake. She did it on purpose.
1: Here's the truth about policing in a lot of in, in just just the flat out truth okay there are a ton of police officers who work the job that don't see that level of action. when I say that level of action meanings meaning someone contrary to to uh you know to what people may think a good portion of of interaction with police and black folks. A lot of them aren't aggressive.
3: Mm-hmm. I could agree with that.
1: And what I will say is that when that aggression is turned up, is when that police training is supposed to kick in. And you never know, and this this is the the the, the, the sad truth about it. You never know how someone's going to act in a in a in a, uh, I agree. So what I'm trying to say for you, and I'm just talking about for her in this situation right here, she in her mind, in her mind, and I'm not a therapist, I'm not a psychologist a gun is way yes, different. Sir. A gun weighs different than a taser, but the from the sound that she, the way she reacted from, the, from, from everything how it went down when she said, I used the wrong gun, or I accidentally, I accidentally shot him, I don't think her, in, her original intent was, I'ma kill this young brother. Now, that's what happened out of her, quote unquote, white woman fear, probably, most definitely. That's probably what happened, but when I look at that situation, and I look at an Eric Gardner situation, or I look at a George Floyd situation, or I look at a, at a, uh, at a Tamir Rice situation, when I look at the cop, just brutally know that they're gonna kill somebody and brutally know what that what they did was like, "Hey, I did this, but hey, they was resistant i can't I can't say in my heart that's what I saw from her i saw I saw someone who when the intensity is on, she shouldn't have a weapon when the intensity is on because you can we can talk all day on what police should what police shouldn't do, and this is just me being a a son of someone in law enforcement. That's right, brother. You never know. Like you hear, you hear us talk all the time. You hear people say all the time, man. If that if that dude was in my face, this what I do. Okay, I get I, that. You, and when, so when something happens, she, I can't. I don't.
3: What she did was wrong. She shouldn't get
1: get, get off, but I can't say it was like George That uh, made a lot of sense.
3: That made a lot of intellectual sense. My point is this here. Every job is not for everyone. If you are emotionally and psychologically weak, don't be a cop. If you a punk in high school that didn't get a girlfriend until you got some money after high school... You shouldn't have been a cop. Okay, if you have anger issues and you can't talk things out like a man without getting physical or emotional or angry, you shouldn't have been a cop. Now, they don't make all these excuses when you're a black man and you get killed. They're going to do like Joel Flair. He was on dope.
1: You're absolutely right. You're right a thousand percent. Now, one last thing.
3: No disrespect to... People that do any type of jobs. But if you can't do, okay, she should have been, you know what she should have did? She should have got online, I know she has a smartphone, put in an application to make meatball sandwiches that are toasted at Subway instead of being a cop. Because if you have that much power, let me tell you something. To a certain extent, you're going into I, I'm gonna it. tell you. you right. you right. you cops are brother. almost you're right. god, bro. You absolutely They're right. They're almost god because right. they have the power not only to take human life, but to have the city, the local government, to have your the back. state, to have your back, you and the feds. To, yes, to have, to have your back. Your, how dangerous is a cop job when all I have to do is say, "I'm in trouble. Come for backup, brother." I'm from Compton. They will call the helicopter.
1: I hear. I hear. I hear. But you just said it. You just said it. If if you can't handle that responsibility, you shouldn't be a cop. So how many how
3: thin She should have had a squeegee in her hand at the gas station? Instead of having a job where your emotions yes. and your moral compass and your worldview determines whether you will take human life in a situation where you may or may not be angry. Now, you know what else is conducive to this argument?
6: Mm-hmm.
3: You said your your family. Yeah, were law enforcement, law enforcement, and military. My family was in the military. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not only did I grow up in Compton, I grew up in Germany, France, and Belgium. Parlez-vous français, monsieur? Oui, oui. Oui.
1: Je m'appelle David.
3: Oui, monsieur. army lieutenant officer in Virginia was treated like less of a man. We've all saw it. If you haven't saw it, Let's check this out, and we'll talk about it on the other side of the uh, the video.
7: Tonight, two Windsor, Virginia police officers are being sued by an army second lieutenant, claiming his rights were violated during a traffic stop captured on multiple cameras.
6: Felony traffic stop. Put your hands out the window!
7: Police body camera rolling as an officer attempts to stop in early December for a missing rear plate on the SUV. Army Second Lieutenant Karan Nazario behind the wheel, pulling over at a gas station 100 seconds later and starting his cell phone camera. He had picked a well-lit place to stop, his lawyer says, for safety. He does have a plate, a temp plate taped to the back window of his brand new car. But as seen on the video, the situation goes south quickly as a second officer arrives on the scene.
3: Put your hands out the window and turn the vehicle off.
7: More than 20 times, they order him out of the car.
2: Get out of the car now! Get out of the car!
1: Now! I'm honestly afraid to get out.
2: out. Yeah, you should be. Get out.
7: You feel like your client had a reasonable right to fear for his life.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I
7: think uh, Officer Gutierrez kind of backs that up. One of the officers pepper sprays Nazario and forcibly removes him from the SUV.
2: Get out of
7: the car! Nazario was released with no charges. Windsor police haven't responded to requests for comment. Nazario's attorney says his client is suing so that these incidents stop happening. Wit. Okay, Alex, appreciate for us, thank you. Okay. Let
3: me see, you, you know the, the princess of Arizona, another snake in the grass on the view, Megan McCain, oh, Lord. she said that the cops and law enforcement have so much respect for the military I guess, unless you are black.
1: This, this is, this video right here of um, Karan Nazario, Yes. Right, the Lieutenant. Uh, Karan Nazario. Karan Nazario, the Lieutenant of Virginia, and the police officer that perpetrated him, his name is Joe Gutierrez, and the one behind him was Daniel Crocker. Uh, yes. That's a great example of that. It don't matter
3: who you are if you're black.
1: doesn't matter who you are if you're black. You have It uniform. doesn't matter. doesn't matter.
3: He pulled over in a lit, well-lit area. He pulled over in a well-lit he area. He said, sir. He said, thank you. He showed his bag. And he had on his uniform. And they still
1: extremely aggressive with him. He had a uniform on. They He he pepper sprayed him. And
3: you, know, you know what else is crazy? When I talked about that book, 100 Years of Lynching, it has a few stories in there where it actually talked about Black men, melanated men being lynched in their uniforms. And that's real. 2020, you saw the video, go ahead. He wasn't lynched, but you see my point.
1: That was horrible. Yes. But the one thing I'm thankful for is that he's alive.
3: He was degraded. He he was degraded. He protects his country. But he He was was an officer. He
1: was, but he's alive. They They didn't shoot him. But they were horrible.
3: Is he dead on the inside?
1: He's definitely, he's he been dead on the inside. He's been, look, look, look. You serve your country. You, you put in the work. You become a lieutenant only to get pulled over like it's 1919. Only to pull over like you were served in World War II and, like you said, got lynched. Like you said, your country doesn't respect you. That's what happened. Those cops, they... Do not belong in the force. But our skin
3: is our sin.
1: But here's the thing that's scary: if he didn't have a uniform on, because I guarantee if you, he quick, if, on, if he didn't have that uniform on, he probably, he probably, he probably would have been shot. And and that goes to show you the power. I'm. I say that I'm happy that he's he's alive.
3: I'm as well.
1: But again, if you juxtapose both videos, yes. going back to uh, uh, Potts. Um, in Minnesota. Yes. She wasn't. You. She wasn't. I'm, 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 I swear to you, I'm not trying to protect her. I'm just trying to show the difference between levels of bad policing. Yes. Intent in bad policing. I hear you, brother. And melanated people, it's important that we know the difference. Yes. It's important that we see the difference. Yes. Because it just might save your life.
3: But on a more on a micro level, and on an intellectual, humanistic level, every job is not for every Everybody. individual. I agree.
1: Well, yes.
3: It's t- t- for me. It's not about training. It- it- it's it- it's about who these particular, and specific, police departments are hiring. You can't hire an angry, immature person. That was a punk in high school. Give him a gun and say, make a phone call to helicopters in the sky. He never been in the brown black folk. Think they all thieves. Think they all uh, 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 criminals.
1: You know what you do. You know what you do. This with the police, police off the police academy. police just stand. There. Yeah. If you get yes, if you get that coward, that punk, who 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 didn't get no no girl, got picked on, whatever, felt inferior. However, and they, now they carrying the badge. They have power. Every cadet, especially non melanated cadet, needs to live needs to live where they gonna police every night. So they need to live in Compton. They need to live Nobody would Englewood. ever get a ticket because they, it they, would be the police wars
3: would be empty.
1: They will they will have to live in Inglewood. They will have to live on the south side of Chicago. You know
3: you know, brother, I have driven from Los to Angeles to, to Pittsburgh to New York, to Kansas, you see signs that say Los Angeles sheriffs are hiring. I said, what is this doing out here in Arkansas? I see why we get cracked over the head. The reason- but, but go ahead, my
1: brother. Yeah, but you know what? You can hire them in Arkansas, but move them move them into the community. That's that's my whole thing. I I think they should hire locally. I I think they should hire locally, but my whole thing is this. If you're going to hire no matter who it is, moving in the community. Okay. Because you know what, this, this this is this is this is the reality of it. This is the reality of it. Okay. If you, in policing in general. Yes. In any. That goes to medicine too. In any profession. Yes. When you have to deal with the public, life and death situations. You better know the people who you're working for. And only way, if you're coming from...
3: But you still have to be a certain type of person.
1: You have to be a certain type of person. I agree and with if, you. Know you, the people. Know the people. If you're not that certain I type agree. of person, if you're not that... If you come in and, and you're coming in from Arkansas, hey, you know what? You're hiring. You're paying well. Okay, well, you know what? you from Arkansas. You
3: just said bottom line, right? Mm. Another bottom line. It's not about me. Right. It's not about Mr. Harper. It's not about metanative politics. It is about us. Going back to the common sense dictionary, on page one, there's a phrase. We can only, we can only accept what we allow, what we are allowed to accept. No one can do anything to us as a people Unless we accept it, there's not an opinion or or or, or feelings or complaint show facts Now, our goal is to have spiritual and moral unification with like minded individuals like ourselves, our producers, and those that we have been fortunate enough to be on board and watch the show. I'll say it again, our tongue is our gun and our wisdom is our ammunition. Before I came today, brothers like Rock, brothers like, you're going to do the show, blah, blah, but Mr. Harper, I said yes. He said, I'm not into politics. I said, well, politics are into you because this is war. Politics means war without bloodshed. It doesn't mean Democrats. Politics does not mean Republicans. Politics does not mean independents. Politics does not mean President Obama. It doesn't mean Joe Biden. It doesn't mean you're independent. Politics doesn't mean just where you vote. Politics means war without bloodshed. And if you do not believe we are at war, then understand this. When someone has declared war on you or not, it doesn't matter how you feel. We are at war. What's up with the cypher, man, before we close it up?
1: Listen, I want to thank everybody for watching the show. Please uh, stay tuned. Look out for everything. And uh, please tune in next week. We appreciate you. And I appreciate you, Mr. Clark, for your wisdom and your guidance uh, through this time.
3: Hey. I, I, one of the best brothers, one of the best friends I ever had, man. It's an honor to do the show with you. Thank you for tuning in. Let's stay strong. Let's stay connected. Let's stay together. Let's stop judging each other. Let's stay together. Let's get this money. Let's move forward one foot in front of the other. Peace. Peace. World.